Merry Christmas and welcome to the Passer's Table. It's December and we get to start celebrating Christmas and the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ. And you know what we're going to be talking about today? Have you ever heard the phrase, the gift that keeps on giving? We're going to be talking about that in the context of the Holy Spirit. So grab your pen, grab your paper, get some popcorn, and it's going to be a great episode. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Pastor's Table. It's Christmas time, and that's just a wonderful time of the year, and we're talking about gifts, and specifically gifts of the Spirit. So I wanted to start in Ephesians 5, chapter 5, in verse 18, and I'm going to read from the Amplified, and I'm going to focus on the second half of the verse, but I'll, I'll read the full verse here. Um, and it says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk today about the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, it's often a phrase that you use and if you're giving gifts and it's just something that keeps on giving, something that keep, um, somebody keeps on enjoying in their life. Well, the Holy Spirit is a gift that keeps on giving. In, if you dig down in the Greek, of the phrase that says, but ever be filled and stimulated, it means be being filled. It's a constant thing for the Holy Spirit. We, it isn't a one-time experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit. When you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that never goes away unless you physically decide to let it go away. But anyway, that's another whole other topic. <laughs> but when You've got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but it keeps it keeps revealing itself. It keeps growing in you. It keeps developing in you, and it keeps um, becoming more and more a part of you. As you learn more about it, and it, and it just you keep being filled more and and um, walking more in it, and walking more in, in, in its stability and in its abilities and its power and its authority. And it's just it's an amazing thing. Amen. 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 And just because when because we're talking about gifts and giving because of the season, we recognize that you can get something and then come January you put everything away and forget got the gift. Yeah. So it's more like that, you yeah. know. So we want you to keep the gift him out of the closet. Yeah. And not just tuck him into your heart and not let anybody see him either. Yeah. We're not talking about a place inside where you tuck the Holy Spirit in and never talk to him again. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, there is this time and I think that it was an odd situation, but uh, nobody's ever had a busy life where they've had to run around with their children or anything mm -hmm. like that. Be it somewhere in such and such a time. And, and so your prayer life starts to do this. Yeah. And then you start reading less and less, or maybe you read a bit here and you read a bit there and you read a bit here and you read a bit there. And, and I remember even John G. Lake said, and his life was given to the Lord. He said, I pray as I run and I run as I pray. Mm -hmm. And so I took that phrase and went, well, then it's okay to run as I pray and pray as I run. Mm -hmm. However, so one day I'm stopping and, and I was always on the run, children, you know, music lessons, this, you know, that and the other. Mm -hmm. And I put $10 in the gas, you know, put $10 in the gas, put $10 in, because I never had time to fill it up. And one day I'm sitting there and I'm putting that $15 in. I, I, I had the money to fill it up. It wasn't like that. I just didn't have time. I thought to fill it up before I had to get that child to that next thing and I'm standing there at the pump and I heard the Lord say so clearly this is what you're doing with me oh dear oh that wasn't a good day well it was yeah. the end result was good <laughs> yeah that <laughs> was moment like, wasn't oh, <laughs> oh 
And then I realized, because, you know, yes, I was pastoring. And where, where it was showing up, you know, in the last episode we talked about, you know, people will see you when you're filled with all the guts, they'll mm-hmm. notice. What I noticed was there was lacking the confidence I had when I was speaking. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't know the word or hadn't learned the word. I've been memorizing the word since I was little. But somehow it was like getting dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wasn't, wasn't speaking to me like it did before. And when that started to happen, it also wasn't coming out mm-hmm. the way it should. Mm-hmm. It was still an anointing, and God was still moving, but not in the way that it had been before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was limiting the Holy Spirit's gifts from moving in me, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Why do I think that's interesting? <laughs> because I was limiting the gifts. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And understand what yielding meant, and that he wants to move in me as he wills, not when I say. And that opens up a whole thing, doesn't yeah, it? Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. It really does. You know, um, when we've given our life to Christ, it's not our life to live anymore. It's his to live through us. So if we're tr- if Jesus is truly Lord in our lives, mm-hmm. then um, we're submitted to him and we want to do just like Jesus did I only do what I hear my father say and do what I my father tells me to do and that was his whole focus was to do those things he wasn't he, he was that's what he was con- he was focused on I wouldn't I went I was gonna say concerned but that isn't quite the right word that's what he was focused on for us believers that's about submitting ourselves to him about about um, letting him do that work inside of us, which the Holy Spirit does on the inside of us, so that we can walk out his purpose for us on this life. And we can walk it out in the fullness of the Holy Ghost, in walking in that power and that authority, and be being filled mm-hmm. as we continue on down that road and tr- along that lane that he's given us to walk on, that race that he's given us to run. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just about me. No. <laughs> no, it's not. One of the other um, uh, way of uh, another way of understanding this word being filled, uh, being filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Stimulated, you could use the word inspired by. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see other phrases uh, that are that use the word and they were filled with the Spirit and then something pro something happens after mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. some sort of activity. Uh, they, they were filled with the Spirit and they spoke the Word boldly. They were filled with the Spirit and they spoke in other tongues. They were filled with the Spirit and they prophesied. Um, so you'll see throughout the book of Acts in particular that when they were filled, there was an action that followed after that. Mm-hmm. And part of that word filled, it also means controlled by or inspired by. Mm. And so even in the verse that we're reading here, it says, Do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery. Debauchery is a loss of control. Mm. So don't be filled with wine because you lose control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But be filled with the Spirit Mm -hmm. or be controlled by. Now people don't like that because we have weird ideas about that. But, and again, the Holy Spirit, He's not going to beat you over the head with a hammer to get you to do something. Mm -hmm. The Lord leads because he's a good shepherd. He's mm-hmm. not a cowboy. He doesn't drive the herd. That's right. He doesn't drive you. Mm-hmm. Right? He leads you. Mm-hmm. So to be led by the Spirit is to be 
controlled by the Spirit. In other words, He is guiding and directing your activities. Mm -hmm. He's guiding and directing your behaviors. He's leading you in good things. Mm -hmm. He's directing your actions. So to be filled with the Spirit is also, it doesn't just mean filled and overflowing. It does mean that. Mm -hmm. It does include that, but it doesn't just mean that. Mm -hmm. It also means that He has an influence yes. in your behavior. He's got a way of directing how you're thinking and feeling and behaving. Mm -hmm. And so, don't be filled with wine. Don't be drunk with wine. For that is debauchery, a loss of control. You just, and I, I, we don't need to get into all that. I'm sure people understand. Mm -hmm. But to be filled with the Spirit, it might look like that on the outside. Mm -hmm. right? Like in, back in Acts 2, they were filled with the Spirit and they thought, oh, these men are drunk. They're just gibberish coming out of their mouths. And says, this is not wine. It's too early in the morning for that. This is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were being filled with the Holy Spirit so that the Spirit of God was causing them to speak in other tongues. Mm -hmm. He was directing and controlling their lives. Mm -hmm. And so as believers, if Jesus is Lord, then He should have an active part in our lives. Mm -hmm. That active part is the working of the Spirit in us. Yes, if yes. we're filled with the Spirit, then we're going to be under the Lordship of Jesus, it, under His care and direction. We're going to be led the way that He leads. Mm -hmm. We're going to follow where He leads if we're filled with the Spirit. And that should have, uh, that should show itself on the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People should be able to see that. Yes. Because instead of freaking out like others do, being led or controlled by or influenced by the Spirit, if you're full of Him, then He's going to cause peace to rule and control peace that guards your heart and mind, mm -hmm. that rules in your heart. Mm -hmm. He's going to cause joy to bubble up on the inside of you. Even when everyone else is upset and freaking out, you can have the joy of the Lord as your strength. So He is the one that causes those characteristics to dominate all the bad stuff and fleshy stuff and other stuff like that that goes on in our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I think that that's a really good uh, lead-in to talk again uh, just a little bit about praying in other tongues. Because He leads, He's not going to force you to pray in other tongues. Yeah, he's not right. going to grab your body. He's not, And that's where some people say, well, I'll just wait, and He's going to somehow get a hold of my physical body and make my tongue make these sounds. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, not, that's not what we're talking no. about. So that's, that's a thing when the Holy Spirit is, is filling you up, it kind of comes out of overflow mm -hmm. and you feel his direction and then these sounds come up. And if you look at Romans chapter 8 where it said they, they, they were in kind of languages they couldn't even speak. Those times when you don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit says praise through you. Mm -hmm. But that comes out of a, a yielding to the leading. Amen. Mm -hmm. So where you're saying, Holy Spirit, lead me here. Mm -hmm. And then while you're yielding, doing your best to say, okay, uh, Holy Spirit, move in me. Let me hear your voice. Let me uh, put myself in that place. That's where those sounds, and, and it might sound strange to your ears. Uh, try not to get upset about that and just, you know, allow it and make the sounds come out your mouth. That's how that works. And you feel it now moving on the inside and you're trying to express something. I think a few of us have been in that place where mm -hmm. you've tried to Absolutely. express something and you didn't have the right words for it. That's when that kind of, that's how it starts anyway. Definitely, yeah. And it, like, I mean, even with a, like a toddler that's talking, you don't, mm -hmm. you don't go, hey, stop saying that. No, no, stop talking mm -hmm. until you say it right. 
No. Mm -hmm. You encourage them. Yeah. Keep on saying it. Yes. Keep on saying mm -hmm. it. Be around people that are speaking in other tongues. And you can just, and then, and, and through that, it just develops over time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that was my original idea when it came to the Holy Spirit was specifically about speaking in tongues. And so that's, that's kind of how I start to enter into that experience of being filled with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's like, hmm, well, they can speak in other tongues. Um, I'm a believer. I have the Spirit of God. I don't see why I can't. And so I sat down one day and thought, okay, I don't know how to start this. So, and th this was just my way of talking to the Lord. I don't know how to start this. So um, I'm just going to start making some sounds, mm -hmm. and I just trust that you're going to mm -hmm. give expression to it. Mm -hmm. And that was my step of faith in regards to speaking in other tongues. Now, I know, and Yes, that actually started out very small, and then after a little bit, not very long, I mean, people's experience may vary, might happen to be after a little while, I, I noticed this, this impulse almost, mm -hmm. if you want to call it that. We call it an unction is often an what we say, an mm -hmm. unction, yeah. and to, to say something more. Mm -hmm. And I found that the easiest way to understand it is that, you know, uh, if you've been in a situation where... Uh, Maybe it was a serious situation of some kind, uh, or maybe you were just full of joy and you just couldn't find all the right words mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. So your heart was bigger than your head. Mm -hmm. Your head wanted to express itself and say, you know, I'm just so happy about, and, but it's limited. Yeah. And your heart's bigger than that. Your heart wants to express more than that. So you said, I'm so happy for you. And now you've run out of words, but mm -hmm. you have, there's, your heart wants to say more. Mm -hmm. Well, what the Holy Spirit does, He helps us to be able to express that without the limitations of our own natural mind. I mean, how much can you say, Jesus, I love you. I praise you. Bless your name. I mean, after a while, you run out of things to say. You know, you can, yeah, yeah. you might really mean that, you're but so after good. a while, you're, you're, so, you're so good, you're yeah. so whole. And yeah. then, you know, then you're looking up stuff to try to figure out what am I going to say next? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But, when you begin to speak in other tongues, there is an expression that is much greater mm -hmm. than what your mind is able to convey. Mm -hmm. And that expression that comes out through other tongues satisfies the heart's desire yeah. to express itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's one of, the, one of the many things that speaking in other tongues does for us as believers is allows us to express what's going on in our heart without the use of what what our own intellect and our own understanding limits us to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in that place of yielding, then it makes much more sense when uh, believers are talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12, that they operate pretty much the same mm -hmm. way, yes. under His leading, uh, at His administration, mm -hmm. as He wills, it mm -hmm. says. And, and so when we're in that place of submission, those things can work. And, and God's not limited to His working. We're the ones who limit His working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's why yielding is such a key in all of this. Mm -hmm. and, and somehow when we, when we understand how to yield and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us and pray in other tongues, and we'll also be able to says, pray in our spirit and with our understanding. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when we're in that place of yielding, like you were talking about, suddenly a, a, an English word might come out. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's mm -hmm. that's the that's the understanding. God's mm -hmm. helping you, yes. and and it's a great way. And so that's why when you hear some people, they'll they might say a few sentences in their prayer language, 
And then they might say some things in English and think, oh, well, they're just making it up. But you realize there's even a different strength Mm-hmm. in the yes. English mm-hmm. that comes out. With There's that. an inspiration to it. Mm-hmm. An inspiration that's noticed, yeah. yes. that is sensed, and you can be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I heard uh, Kenneth Hagin say that speaking in other tongues is, is kind of like a, a doorway that allows us to enter into all the other gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have noticed in my personal life that over a period of time, as I spend time praying in other tongues, I become more aware of how the Holy Spirit wants to lead and direct in the gifts of the Spirit and other things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Because of taking the time to yield, uh, primarily my intellect, my mind, yield that to what the Spirit is saying in my heart, mm-hmm. to that unction in my heart as I'm speaking in other tongues. So as I took time to yield, I became more aware of how the Holy Spirit was leading from the inside. So mm-hmm. tongues is like that doorway that allows us to enter in so that we can begin to recognize how the Spirit of God is speaking to us and leading and directing our lives. Mm-hmm. It's like the doorway to the gifts of the Spirit as well. Mm-hmm. And, and this is so helpful for all of us because that keen awareness, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it really pulls in our focus so that we can hear Him better because it really is about hearing. It's about hearing His voice and also trusting it. Mm-hmm. And, and our awareness is, is so important to be aware this is the Holy Ghost. And the more that we spend time recognizing that's the Holy Spirit, yeah. that's Him at work, that's yeah. that voice that's been prodding us, the more we pay attention to it, we get confident in that. Mm-hmm. And it might start in small ways, and that's perfectly fine. And, and we get those little nudges. We listen to them. We pay attention to them. We mm-hmm. participate mm-hmm. with yeah, them. Yeah. And so you're activating that awareness. Ah, that was God trying to get my attention. Mm-hmm. Now it's making more sense. Oh, that's his leading. Mm-hmm. You know, perhaps I should turn the car this way today and mm-hmm. I'll avoid traffic or an accident that I didn't even know was going to take place. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps I should go early to pick up the children or I need to leave earlier for work or a bit later. Mm-hmm. There's all these kind of little places God wants to work every day in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he can lead you to speak to other people and, and I should just give this, this person's been on my mind, I should give them a call. Mm-hmm. and. He can work wonderful things through through opportunities like that. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that um, I notice is that when, as we spend time uh, speaking and praying in other tongues, that it helps us stay in a place where we're filled, mm-hmm. like what we're talking yes. about, be yeah. filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It helps us stay in that place of being filled mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that we can always be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes. That really helps us a lot. And I know a lot of people like to go to meetings where they're having a Holy Spirit weekend or whatever they call it so that they can have a, a big experience up at the altar and be filled. But we can actually have that in our lives every <laughs> single day. Amen. And Amen. speaking in other tongues helps us to enter in mm-hmm. and stay in mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Let's have a Holy Spirit speaking in tongues life. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Not a visitation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, you know, I often find myself, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, oh, I'm praying in tongues right now. <laughs> no wonder you're filled with the joy of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 So once you've received the Holy Spirit, keep praying in other tongues. Yeah. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. Mm-hmm. Be filled with joy and know what's coming next. <laughs>